Hey everyone, it's your host Taylor. Thanks for checking out the latest episode of No Lane Pod. What's up everyone? This is Taylor, host of No Lane Pod. Welcome to the long-delayed episode two of No Lane Pod uh, with my friend Wes. Wes, are you there, buddy? I am. Hello. So um, Wes and I actually filmed a, uh, a recorded, I'm sorry, recorded an episode of the pod um, a few weeks ago, and I had some massive editing issues uh, and lost the whole thing. So we decided to just um, get together and do another one. Uh, lots changed. That was like, what, two weeks ago almost? It was about two weeks ago. So this is like deja vu, but we have new topics. Yes, we do, because the world is ever... ever <laughs> Things change like every single day. Ever changing and giving us new shit um, to talk about all the time. So that's that's awesome. Um, anyway, man, how have you been? I've been pretty good. I'm on vacation this week, so any time off from uh, work is is appreciated. So you got a vacation from quarantine <laughs> vacation. Yeah. So like it's I know it's it seems kind of funny. You know, I've been back to work for about two months now, uh, but this vacation was already approved before COVID. So of course I have to take it. I have so many vacation days uh, still to use up. So. I'm like, I'm still going to take it. I need a little break from reopening to the public. And, uh, you know, we just started to mandate having masks in the store. So I had one fun day of dealing with customers uh, having to wear a mask in the building. So that was quite a day. So we'll see when I get back. Well, hell yes, dude. That's really awesome. You got to take a break right after. Because you probably needed it. Because it was probably stressful, like, doing the reopen and all that. And then... um, it was. It was just a long... It, it's just your days are just much longer. There's just so much to do with less people. So a little break is great. And I know it's like, okay, you had, what, two and a half months off uh, when you were furloughed. But you know what? That's much different. Like yeah, now, that, that you was know, a I'm not saying I'm going out to party and, right. and go, you know, do things. But, you know, I, I did manage to go to the beach in California over the weekend and meet up with Jacqueline and, you know, social distanced and... And it was just nice to just enjoy the water and just enjoy Mother Earth. Yeah. The, the you know? pictures look nice. Did you guys have a good time? Uh, we did. I mean, it was beautiful. Like, I thought, you know, it was going to be muggy, but it was nice. It was in the 70s. Uh, the beach day was beautiful. It was sunny. I got a little tan. Nice, so. nice. Which I just think I made it in time because I think this weekend the governor is closing all the beaches in California, which is a smart thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, we social distance, so it's not like the beach was super packed and crowded. Uh, we had room. Jacqueline and I had room. She was six feet away on her own towel. So, but we made it in time, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I saw. I wanted to talk about that with you. Is um, speaking of like you know the reopening and the shit show that that's been for so many states like California, Texas, Arizona. Um, that's nice that y'all made it because I, I did see that. I think I saw it yesterday or today that the governor of California is closing all the beaches for the July Fourth week weekend, which is the right thing to do. Um, I guarantee you that that will not happen in Texas because our fucking governor's a moron. Um, I'm surprised he wrote back some things. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, that was it, well. You know, his eyes. What's aggravating about that is like he literally all he did was walk back bars and, um, he. I'm sorry, that's not true. He he walked back bars. He closed river 
tubing, uh, which is good because there were a shit ton of people on the various rivers in Texas um, the past few weeks. So that's a good thing. But um, he, you know, he closed bars again and he reduced restaurant capacity from 75% inside down to um, back to 50%. And I'm like, it's just, when you think about it, like in reality, like what the hell is that going to do? You know, like not much because 50% capacity and just kind of keep this in mind. My store holds 488 people. So half of that, I mean, there's still a lot of people in that building. Yep. And you I, know, crowding around. I agree. And it just it, like he, he walked back things in typical Abbott fashion, not nearly enough. You know, uh, my favorite tweet that has just, continued to age better and better by the week is Beto's tweet about um, Abbott reopening Texas. Uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but he said dumb, dangerous, and weak, or some variation of that. And he's been spot on the money with it, you know? And it's just like he can't... He's so worried about the economy and all this stuff that he just doesn't give a shit. I mean, our our hospitals are at, like, almost complete capacity right now uh, in Texas and in Houston specifically where I live. Like, it's really scary. Um, we got sent a push notification on our iPhones a few days ago. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I was sharing that. Like, to <laughs> shelter, almost shelter in place. Like, I mean, if you're almost at 100% capacity in your hospitals yep. or your ICU beds, like... Where are you going to put these people who are coming in sick? Like, exactly. Or need ventilators. I was so, when I saw that, like, I don't remember what I was getting ready to go do, but it was, uh, I think I was going to go to the pool or either I was going to go to the gym or something like that. And I was just like, um, well, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. So. Yeah, um, it's been a disaster, and of course, you know, our president is not helping the issue at all. He's continuing to enable the governors that are wanting to reopen, and it's just been a shit show. And, like, obviously, there's no end in sight. Um, is, how is Nevada doing? Um, you know what? We also had a spike. I think one of our days we had the highest uh, case count, which was 400 and like almost 500 people reporting in one single day, which uh, we came back and we came back like and a lot kicked, compared to like we came, Texas or Florida. Yeah, I was going to say we came and kicked y'all's ass. <laughs> that's pretty drastic. Right. Yeah, we came back and kicked y'all's ass on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least, like, our governor is, again, using science and, science and cool. his health team, uh, you know, and he rolled out the mask mandate, which, you know, not too many people are too excited about. Yeah. Uh, but I don't fucking care because, again, you're helping other people be safe. Like, I don't get it. I, yeah, it like, where's the common sense? But that's something he's mandating for visitors to do. And, and like, the convention center and the visitors bureau are kind of just going and running with it, making it a fun thing and giving out free masks. So, you know, at, at least they're trying to educate the public when they're coming to visit Vegas. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, like in Texas, it's been so... It feels like Texas and Florida are, like, in a battle for, like, who can have the worst numbers. Like, we have to be number right. one, you know? We're like, fuck this. Florida got the most cases today. Like, hold my beer. You know, Texas, <laughs> we got this. Let me try to beat you. Yeah, you know, our, our big, um, our big well, you know, you used to live here. Our big grocery store in Texas, our big grocery store chain, HEB, they're mandating masks now, um, even in counties that don't have a mask mandate order. Um, so... 
and they're they're handing them out at the doors like if you don't have them it's not an option like you have to wear it and they've got people actually walking around in the stores uh, making sure that people have them on so that's been really good to see it, it leave it to our you know fucking grocery store to do a better job of governing than our government your governor gotcha yeah, yeah right so like that's neat at that's, least some of these public or these private companies that are making the decision to keep their customers safe their staff safe I mean, it's just, it's a changing time and you just need to accept it. You know, mm-hmm. like we went out to dinner in California and you just had to wait until you had a table and it was great. Like you have time to chat Yeah. outside. It was beautiful. I mean, granted, it probably sucks here in Vegas when you have to wait out in the 110 degrees. But <laughs> yeah, that California car, weather is a little but, different. You know, it's just a new reality and you just need to kind of just accept it and understand that this is not the people who are working small, you know, don't be a Karen. Don't be a Karen. Have you, have you seen the meme of, um, what God, what did it say? It was like, uh, to all you people that walk around with AR 15s claiming that you're just there to protect other people, but also won't wear a mask. Do you see the problem? Because wearing a mask just protects other people or whatnot. I was like, Oh damn. That one, yeah. That one. They just hit. want to pretend to be cops or some yeah, kind of they just, militant that uh, wants to protect some, you, but they don't want to protect other people with their masks. Stupid militia bullshit thing. <laughs> yeah, basically they're just male. Ki- Do we have a male Karen name? Is it Chad? Did we decide on that? Or I would think it would be Richard. Richard, like that's a dick. You know that works. Well, uh, Richard would be best. Like you'd think it'd start with a K, but. Okay, then how? It's Richard. How about Karen and Richard of the week? Um, That could be a new category we could do, actually. (laughs) Karen and Richard of the week. Totally fine. One One would be well. First, Karen would be the uh, the new video out of Trader Joe's in California. Oh, that's a good one. Where she completely just yells at everyone in Trader Joe's, including the customers, throws her basket, hits another customer, (laughs) and then blames it on, like, liberals. But then she goes on the news the next day to apologize and say it had nothing to do with politics. Yeah, that was a a really good one, Um, and I think it's a worthy candidate. However, I think... (laughs) I think that we have a winner here, and the Karen and Richard of the week have to go to the couple um, that decided to point their guns at protesters. Was it in Missouri? Or St. Louis, right? St. Louis, yeah. It was in St. Louis in front of their home. In front of their rich-ass home, wearing, coming out wearing their, you know, the the dad, the Richard is wearing his... uh, his khaki pants with his tucked-in polo, his pleated khaki pants, mind you, um, with his tucked-in polo, holding some kind of an assault rifle. I don't know if it was like an AR-15. I don't. I'm not a gun nut, as you know. Um, and then the wife is holding that little, that pistol. little pistol or whatever. I feel like she was holding it wrong. Like again, like we own a gun, but it's not a handgun. But <laughs> right. I don't think you hold a handgun, like. It's your cell phone. I think she was trying to. Um, she she learned how to hold it based on how Trump held the Bible at his photo op, uh, <laughs> or, or how he holds water, or how he holds water. water. Yeah, our president can't drink water or hold a Bible, uh, <laughs> or walk down a ramp, or walk down a. Hey, that you know that looked really tough. You know, I um, I hope he gets better at that because that that I was worried for him. Ramps are hard, man. 
thoughts um, and prayers thoughts and prayers all over the place and you know like the people in that video that held the guns like that was just like the most elitist bullshit like ever like they stood in front of their mansion and they just come out pointing their guns and i think the thing that aggravated me about it the most is like their their lack of fear of consequences for doing that you know uh, obviously they were like wealthy white people right and yeah. they just they just come out with weapons and they just point them at people and i'm like that right there just speaks to a bigger problem that they just did not feel they weren't worried to do that at all right like it was just like you know whatever the people that were protesting i can't remember what were they doing were they going to the mayor's house or yeah they were they were trying to get to the mayor's uh home uh demanding her resignation so they marched shouting you know along the street and i guess they just came outside of their house which you know I guess you have a right to, sure. but why not try and, and see what's going on? And, and, and Instead of just jumping to, like, let's just bring out my assault weapon and... <laughs> and my like, little hand pistol. He's dressed pistol. in his, like, little pink shirt and... and pleated pants. And <laughs> it's not even pleated. It, it looks like he just threw it on. It's, like, wrinkled. Oh, my and God. She's in her, like, black and white striped shirt that... She looks like the hamburger. Hamburger. She does. They are. Right. They are definitely our first. Um, our first Karen and Richard of the week um, nominee, I believe. The, the Trader Joe's lady was solid, but I think these people have to take it. Um, they just seem like the, the clear winners here, in my opinion. Do you agree? <laughs> yeah, they can take it totally. What a week, man. Um, that so I think that that got famous on or went viral on tiktok i can't remember but um tiktok kind of played a weird role in the last week or so um, with a lot of different stuff um you were telling me about uh trump's rally in oklahoma um what, what was the deal with that so basically this um this woman on tiktok she's um i'd say she's in her 50s she i mean she likes to her age yeah um because somehow she motivated all these kids on tiktok uh to actually sell out trump's rally by you know reserving tickets to this event like some of them were like reserving hundreds of tickets (laughs) so then it made it seem like it boosted his ego like you know it did because he went out saying he had almost a million people oh yeah coming to, to <laughs> rally for him and he you know that guy is alive and well and here comes a rally and six thousand people yeah i, I was gonna up. say i think the fire marshal ended up saying that they had like uh six thousand two hundred people at best and you know they cropped all the photos of course to to um crop off those top the top section of seats you know in the upper bowl of the arena so and the back of the arena in the back in the yeah middle of the arena there were a lot because, of funny tweets about like other i think it was like the wiggles or somebody somebody the from wiggles the wiggles did pink and the pink tweeted <laughs> pink. that she sold out in like five minutes um i mean i've been to a concert at the bok you know with lady gaga and like we yeah. have to pay for those tickets and she sold out yeah. so I saw another funny thing um, that was like 
it was a tweet that went viral from just some random. It's not like a famous person or anything. I don't think, um, but it was a guy in England, and he tweeted that um, <laughs> him and his family were at dinner, and his son got an email that his ticket had been reserved for the Trump rally, and he told his dad that him and all his friends in Europe and like England um, had just been requesting tickets to the Trump rally. <laughs> That's hilarious. But now we know what to do. Like, I'll take names. Oh, hell yes. I hope that this is a trend that continues throughout uh, the whatever. Hopefully we don't have many more Trump rallies. Hopefully um, he's out in (laughs) November. Oh, he'll do it. He needs to boost that ego. Oh, I know. That's his favorite thing in the world. It's what really gets him going. He gets excited. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But, like, I mean, same on that topic with TikTok, like they're doing the same thing now. Like I'm going through like the TikTok feed and they're like reserving shit like through the Trump store. Um, they're putting like millions of dollars into carts. So then things are sold out and people can't actually buy it. And this is a real <laughs> thing. Like, I guess you affect sales by leaving stuff in a cart or abandoning, abandoning like your shopping cart online. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I guess they have to account for it you know somehow yeah i mean temporarily at least so it would (laughs) so great i just don't want my web browser to have trump.com oh i know i don't either i don't want anytime it really pisses me off um lately there's been a lot of youtube abs like in front of videos that i watch and it's like do you approve of president trump blah 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 blah. and i'm just like no no get this (laughs) shit off my youtube damn it like it oh it makes me so mad i'm like i don't want to see his stupid face when i'm trying to watch a video about the iphone 12 or ios 14 beta (laughs) or whatever the whatever the hell i'm trying to watch it makes me so mad to see his stupid face um also oh your dogs are saying hello they are i'm sorry no it's okay madden's being quiet for now because the leaf blower left so no worries um everyone that's listening can just say hi to wes's dogs um also on tiktok (laughs) all three of them also on tiktok this week uh kellyanne conway's daughter got discovered and i had no idea she had a daughter actually i I had no idea either i know her husband is a very outspoken um trump hater on twitter which that whole um that entire marriage dynamic really just blows my mind how the hell that works um i feel like she secretly hates trump though i feel like if her daughter and her husband are just trolling him yeah like how do you go home to that i don't know i I, like i don't understand how you even have like a conversation at dinner or uh, like what what do you what do they text about you know like i don't I don't know, man. But when her daughter got discovered on TikTok, she started in this whole like save Baron Trump 2020 campaign, like, and she's just trolling so hard. And I'm like, my God, what a weird family. Like, I don't even know. Maybe though, Kellyanne Conway will be some kind of hero in all of this one day. Oof. That's what I'm hoping. I. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I know Kellyanne Conway and hero in the same sentence it, is far fetched. It makes me very uncomfortable to say that. Um, but maybe you're right. I don't know. Um, like John Bolton uh, and Sean Spicer, you know, the real heroes of our time. 
which we still can't stand them, but... Uh, fucking Sean Spicer got a free walk on a Dancing with the Stars after lying to the American oh, people yeah, for six months. Totally. So, and now everybody loves John Bolton, who's a famous warmonger under President Bush and... You know, but now he's all of a sudden the best dude in the world, which, I mean, I guess we have to kind of take information from not great people um, that were inside of the Trump campaign or inside of the cabinet, you know? So, yeah, we kind of have to rely on that to some degree. So I get that. But, you know, he making these people out to be like heroes and stuff when they when they come out to speak out against him after being complacent or putting up with it for so long. It just kind of aggravates me, but I do appreciate the yeah, juicy... Yeah, it's a little, it's a little weak. Yeah. I mean, wh- why didn't you say shit before? If you know something is wrong, like, just stand up for it. Be like, fuck this bullshit. I'm leaving, and then I'm going to share my story. But yep. no, you sit there for however long he keeps you until you piss him off, and yep. then once you get fired, it's like, yeah, I'm going to tell everybody now, but we all know this shit's going on. Right. You know, that's why all the rumors and everything that we see now, I'm just like, yeah, it's all true. All these rumors are true because as soon as somebody gets fired for these rumors, they come out and they write a book or they, you know, they go on CNN or whatever and they tell all and it's like, yep, yeah, we all fucking knew it. Like everyone knew, but you guys didn't do anything. Uh, Biden 2020. So fuck you. I'm not going to buy your book. I'll just watch you on, on CNN's <laughs> We have to get Joe Biden elected in 2020, Wes. We fucking have to. <laughs> Jesus. It's our literally our only hope, man. Um, let's, uh, let's lighten this up. I don't want to continue to do dive down the sewer that is American politics in 2020. Um, personal favorite movie news of mine. Uh, that came out, I think it was late last week. Michael Keaton, who I believe is like the best Batman, is coming back to play Batman again. And I'm so fucking hyped for it. What? Yes. I am, How am I only now learning about this? I am so hyped. He is, uh, who's, my, by the way, I just want to shout out to Michael Keaton real quick. He has aged incredibly well. Um, I watched Batman Returns, which was his second one last night. And I think. I think he's aged well because he's one of those guys that has just kind of looked older, like even when he looked younger, you know? Um, Because, like, I look at him now and I'm like, I'm like, damn, he doesn't look. I mean, we're talking, that was, you know, 25, that was 30 years ago, whatever. Um, The first Keaton Batman movie came out in 89. So, but yeah, I mean, he looks, he still looks good, you know? He still does action movies. So, like, the dude can still do it. But. Yeah, apparently DC, you know, they kind of made a clusterfuck of the whole Justice League situation. Um, changing the Batmans. Changing the Batmans. And now we've got also Robert Pattinson from Twilight playing Batman, which I just, I know he's a good actor, but I don't know. He doesn't want to work out to play Batman. And like, I don't know, call me crazy, but I think um, if you want to play Batman, you should probably like work out and like, you know, not that he's in bad shape or anything like that, but you want to kind of want to bulk up a little bit. Um, yeah. If you don't want to work out, fine, but maybe just, like, don't play Batman? Like, I don't know. Well, maybe he <laughs> just figures the suit will make him 
look like Batman? They do the the padded muscles. Like, I mean, Ben Affleck, <laughs> you know, Ben Affleck is a big dude already. But like in his, you know, in Batman v Superman and in Justice League, his suit was even padded. And he's like a pretty big dude, which I mean, I guess that kind of brings us back to Michael Keaton, because like Michael Keaton's not like a big guy, but he looked good as Batman. Did you like him as Batman? Yeah, I mean, because that's to me, that's like the original Batman. That's Batman, right? That's kind of how I feel too. So I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I guess it's going to be something like the Flash from the current Justice League movie goes back in time and like he fucks a bunch of shit up. So somehow when he gets back to modern times, instead of Ben Affleck being Batman, it's basically just been Michael Keaton for like ever, basically. Um. So I don't it's know how be interesting. Yeah. Either way though, we get more Keaton as Batman and I'm hyped for that cuz I'm all about that. And so apparently he's signed on for like multiple movies. And he, he is going to appear like in costume. They said like it's not just going to be like he's just playing Bruce Wayne like as a old, you know, an old Bruce Wayne or something. Like he's actually going to be in um in the suit and like be Batman. So I'm like, "Fuck yeah, bring it on." I love Michael yes. Keaton. He's 68. He's 68? Yeah. Okay. He looks good, though. More power to him. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm about it. Now, this is providing that we ever get movies again. Um, <laughs> we have to, we kind of have to keep that as a caveat, because I really don't know when the hell movie theaters are going to reopen and we're even going to get, like, any, when they're going to start filming things again and how that's even going to work. That's um, true. Because I don't know. I never thought about that. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, um, like two big summer movies this year were supposed to be Wonder Woman 1984 and that new Christopher Nolan movie Tenet or Tenet or however the hell it's called, which everybody thinks is actually going to be a secret sequel to Inception, which sounds kind of cool, um, which Robert Pattinson is actually in that. And so is Denzel, <laughs> and so is Denzel Washington's son. So that's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, both of those movies have had their release dates pushed back like three times. And as we get closer and closer, like to the end of summer and like the end of the year, like, I just don't know when it's going to become, you know, when the movie theaters are going to have to make a decision to just like call it, you know what I mean? Like, cause I don't know, I don't want to go sit in a movie theater with people. Would you? No, not right now. I mean, I mean, do I miss it? Absolutely. But yeah. You're touching things. I mean, granted, they may have, I, I don't know, do you schedule tickets? Right. So then you know how many people are going to be in there and sit them in certain areas. Like, you just buy spots in right. the theater. I mean, that's an idea. But again, like, you're indoors. And I don't know, you wear a mask through the whole movie. I mean, it just ruins the whole experience. I know. I, I mean, don't... maybe we, we go to drive-in i was gonna say i mean i think i've i've seen um somebody i saw on twitter i can't remember who it was said that they're building like a lot of drive-in movie theaters in california right now which i think is awesome and that's a cool idea i mean if we have to you know because like some things aren't we're just not going to go back to normal on some things and i hope that movie theaters are not one of them i hope that eventually we get this figured out but like we're going to have to get creative with some alternatives on some things that we like to do, you know, and if, yeah. if it's drive in movie theaters from now on or, you know, for the foreseeable future, but that means we get new movies coming back. Like, 
going to the movie theater is really cool and it's fun and it's kind of an experience and um I do like the whole video on demand thing that they've been doing with like new releases but it's like it's just something different like about not going anywhere you know um you're staying you're still just staying at home and like right now yeah. we're all just we're all just so tired of being at home that like if they could figure out a way to make drive-ins work or make that popular again i think that that would be a, a cool thing well i've seen some friends like they'll kind of stream the movie in their backyard on a screen you know they're kind of getting creative that's a good instead idea of staying inside yeah that's a really cool idea actually but again, like how, I mean, these are like major movies. Like it's great that they're releasing movies that were supposed to be released on dates through this entire um, pandemic, but they're not like these major movies that you usually wait in line for. You yeah. buy tickets, you know, days in advance to to go and see. Yeah, they're not going to release Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> on iTunes for 25 bucks. I mean, <laughs> to rent. Yeah, to rent. I mean, they, I, I don't know. They might. They might have to at some point. But I don't know. I think we're still. A, I think we're still a ways away from that. Um, and you know, unfortunately, there are going to be people that are going to be willing when movie theaters. I think. I think most theaters have pushed their opening date to July 31st. And you are going to have people that are going to be more than willing to go guinea pig that whole situation. Um, Absolutely. And I don't know. I, I'll let them. I'll wait like I have for everything else. I'll wait for a couple weeks and see how that goes <laughs> before That's I go to see a movie. To do. Yeah. I so. mean, you'll eventually see the movie. It just, again, it's the whole experience is just not the same anymore. Oh, I have one more movie thing for you, and then we can wrap this thing up. I know this has been kind of a long pod. Have you watched or seen the trailer for the new Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams movie on Netflix? Yeah, I, I think I started it in oh when we were in California. We kind of fell asleep, though, because it was late at night, and we started it. And he, I mean, the <laughs> two of them together, like in the beginning of the movie, are just hilarious i watched it for anyone that has not heard of this i think it's called eurovision fire eurovision. saga it has a long title um it's like the story of fire saga or something and will ferrell and rachel mcadams are playing this like icelandic you don't really know if they're brother and sister or they're their lovers or like what the whole situation is i, I think they're just like uh like friends yeah they're, from a young age and that's like kind of their dream but they're but they're from this really small town and like pierce brosnan plays will ferrell's dad and like <laughs> i finished it last night and it is fucking hilarious and it was like such a breath a breath of fresh air excuse me like for a comedy that we like really really needed right now i was just like a new movie that's funny that's not heavy you know um and i just i laugh my ass off so i encourage everyone to just hop on netflix and watch it it's it's really really funny and they and don't they have like all i mean i don't want to say all but like majority of these like eurovision like winners in the film yeah there's like tons of them it, it actually starts off with um with abba from like a the real eurovision from like 1979 oh, nice. or something like that um performing like their eurovision winning song or whatever that kind of kick-started their rise to fame uh so yeah really fucking hilarious movie new will ferrell is always good in my opinion um and the fact that we got some in the middle of a global pandemic i'm all here for it yeah we love a will ferrell movie <laughs> so 
Yeah, everybody go watch Eurovision on Netflix and take a break from all the depressing shit and just laugh for two hours. It's really funny. I'm um, down. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it again. Why not? It's, do it. It's free. We have, it we've all got Netflix. Do it now. Order some Mexican food. Yes. And watch some Eurovision. Get a margarita and, um, <laughs> you know, watch Eurovision on Netflix. Dude, um, thank you for coming on, and I'm not going to butcher this edit. Um, I don't have to edit much. We had a few technical difficulties while recording this, but nothing crazy. Um, so I'm not going to butcher or lose this podcast. I'm probably going to get it posted tomorrow. And so appreciate your time, dude. It was nice catching up with you. And um, It was. We'll Thanks do for this. having me on. Of course, man. Well, uh, How long are you on vacation for again? Uh, till Sunday. Till Sunday? Okay. Well. I'll talk to you outside of this thing, man. I appreciate your time, and um, I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Wes. Thank you guys for listening to episode two of No Lane Pod. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else it is that you get your podcast, and leave a five-star review and share it if you feel like sharing it with anybody else. I appreciate all the support, and I'll talk to you guys soon.